Welcome to the review show of the Parador Junior Championship and I'm delighted to be joined by my boss and Saul manager, Ronan McCartan. Ronan, thanks a million for coming on today. I'm sick of this idea, but I thought there's no better man to talk about uh, championships and I know you didn't want to talk about the intermediate, so I got you, <laughs> bribed you into coming on and talking about the junior. <laughs> Dead on. Um, more like nobody left. Thank you for the after everybody else. Scraping the barrel, mate. <laughs> no, definitely not. <laughs> no, definitely not. The um, I suppose that it's it's you know been funny the way the, the lead up with the leagues and out there, um, but now it's it's five five weeks I think we won a championship and you know every team's going to fancy it now. Yeah, um, again the way the times are going, we're still probably in sort of uncertain times a bit. You don't know. You're probably just playing sort of day by day or training session by training session because there's tests going all the time and you don't really know. And it seems to be that there, there could be the potential that, that teams may get put out of a championship if, if they can't field or if they, they get a case. So, um, touch wood, hopefully, we, we get a, a full championship, club championship complete anyway, in, in junior, intermediate, and, and senior. But, um, it is now. It, is. it starts on Thursday night. I think there's a good wee buzz about the the county as it always seems to be. So fingers crossed it sort of goes like that now. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be weird that you know there is only a hundred. I think it's hundred and fifty tickets available through the clubs. You know, there's some massive games throughout the the championships, like so. But uh, you know, they seem to have organised it well down and, and through that uh, team up as well. You know, there is ways of get, of getting extra tickets. Yeah, I've seen that, and I've seen the. The app there went online this morning on, on Facebook too that there were a few tickets available. So it's good that they're on the ball and you would hope maybe that throughout the closer to the weekend that maybe more tickets become available. It may be difficult just for the senior championship, such a demand with some of the bigger clubs. But you're hoping junior and intermediate you'll be able to get to see quite a few of them. Um I know I, I have the season ticket there, the club season ticket, and I had a email through what games I wanted to go see at the weekend. So at least hopefully you'll get a ticket. But as you say, the more neutrals you can get to go to it, it would obviously be good as well. No, and it kicks off on Thursday night, and um, in Drummond S, St Paul's are taking on Mitchell's, and St Paul's the the form team in Division Four. Yeah, St Paul's were, were very close last year, um, in the in in the league, and they've picked up just exactly where they left off. They've put on some great scores, um. Seem to be a very well organised team. Um, seem to be a very forward thinking club. Like they, they have got a vision. No matter you seen the sort of player profiles and that that they done during the lockdown, and they were all looking to get Division Two status, which which is fantastic to have that sort of foresight. But um, their their main men really really seem to be um, Sean Tucker and and Daniel Eastwood seem to be very very scoring heavily again, and we. We played, I was with Bally Martin Miners five years ago, um, four years ago, one of my first 
coaching jobs and we went down to play St Paul's and just being from Morn, you wouldn't really have notoriously known of them being one of the bigger minor teams but the boys were telling me that they had a, they had a really good under 16 team two years previous so we went down and just totally hammered us we just played them in a challenge game but you could see some of the players then and um, that they had coming through and probably the big problem they had was to try and keep them fellas coming through because um, obviously a lot of distractions closer to the city you get different sports um, just growing up as well so they seem to be working very hard on that and fair play to them, but they, they'll definitely, I, I think they're, they'll be they'll be pushing to try and win that championship this year. Just with the, um, you know, I know you're heavily involved um, with the Down and Morning Academy through the years. St Paul's, have they had a good representation throughout the, the last number of years? They started to now, if you, if you remember, they, they started to get, um, Young Gray was on it last year, um, sitting half back for the, for the minors, so... It's just starting to get more players coming through and they're doing an awful lot of work. I actually done my level one on that um, in the club as well, probably six years ago. And they were just putting a big emphasis then on, on underage. And if you follow them on, on Facebook, they're very active on social media. You can see they've got every age group covered. They're, they're doing an awful lot of work underage. So I, w- I would hope that um, obviously the more clubs like that with the arrival of East Belfast as well, the more clubs in around Belfast doing work um, can only improved down football certainly yeah and you're, you mentioned two players there Sean Tucker is not to be a very good free taker and Eastwood seems to have moved out the field a wee bit um, he's playing number 11 now yeah he seems to be out in half uh, from sort of match reports you would see they, they do set up on a counter attacking style so um, you don't know where positionally they're, they're playing I, I would say that Tucker maybe float out a bit as well Um. And on playing, these I've heard they've kept two up um a lot of times, and they they maybe try to keep it closer to four this year. But um, there's an um seems seems to be the big emphasis on on the two boys scoring heavily, and they seem to have a lot of energy in around the middle. If you if you look at their again just their their pictures and that, they they seem to be young, athletic looking fellas. Mm-hmm. They have in around the middle eight, so that seems to be the, the sort of plan. And they put a lot of work in again over the winter for the strength and conditioning and that. So they seem to be doing the right things and, and putting the right sort of measures in place till they'll be successful. Oh, definitely. And, and it's great to see. Um, Mitchell's have gone out and got a, a big name manager. Shorty, you know, a couple of years ago, won the the, um, the league with Castle Allen. He had also a successful stint with, with Longstone as well. Um, Shorty, you know, likes to play football. And, you know, Mitchell's, they've been... Uh, you know, but scoring big whenever whenever they need to run. Yeah, the, the big thing probably you'll you'll find with um Shorty's teams and it's admirable that he, he just goes fifteen for fifteen and and they'll try and play football. I don't know how this matchup will go with him on Thursday night just with St Paul's perhaps playing a more defensive system. If they do, it'll be hard to break down and I see how they counter attack that. Um. And then if Mitchells are going 15 for 15, it'll, it'll be good. But the Mitchells had a couple of good starts, uh, a couple of games. They, they pushed Drummond S very, very close in the, the second game of the league. Mm-hmm. Um, they won their first and they took a bit of defeat in the last game. But like, short as you say, we'll, we'll definitely be looking to play football. It'll be a big emphasis on scoring um, and just the basic skills. Um, but probably, we, if you can remember, Mitchells would have um, amalgamated with Vati Call um, a lot. 
during their mm-hmm. underage. So they, they would have got a lot of football, these young fellas. And if, if they can bring through six or seven of them, young lads who, who were joined playing what they call, they'll have experience. Um, and they'll definitely be looking forward to it. I'm, sure, I'm sure Shorty will have them well look, um, ready for, for Thursday and looking forward to a goal at the championship. Yeah, I, I believe Jackie um, Rory Cunningham's playing great stuff at a full forward. He, you know, he's a prolific scorer anyway, and he, he, oh. I played a, a wee bit of soccer with him. He loves. <laughs> I think he's scored out like twenty goals from from left back one year. So, you know, he's he's definitely dangerous. But you know, Shorty probably realised you know that that the forwards win games. Exactly, and that's it. Again, he'd probably love playing with Shorty. Like you know, mm-hmm. I mean, a, a big emphasis on scoring and attacking. Um, as a forward, that's just your dream. So they'll, de- they'll definitely be set up that way to, to try and get um, attacking and try and go. Because um, the more they can do it, the only sort of big defeat they took so far was to Khalif, um, who have a bye this week. But Khalif seemed to be scoring very heavily in this year. But like they, they put on 2-11 against Drummond S. They, they put up um, a good victory away in the first game of the league against Ahadurg as well. So as you say, if, if, if Rory's got a... Um, an eye for goalie, I'd say this is all set up to try and get the best of them. Ronnie, just with the two contra- contrasting styles and that, you know, how, how do you fancy to come out on top? Drum and ass pitch, you know, it's, it's renowned for a great service and that. So, um, you know, do you fancy St. Paul's then that with their with their counter attacking just to, to edge this one? I do. If anybody's wondering, this is the this is the brains of the <laughs> operation here, just behind me. She goes, she goes everywhere. Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, no, I I would say that um, Drummond as you say is a, a good big open pit. If if Mitchells are are smart and and use the space well, it'll it'll make it hard to for St Paul's to plug all the holes. Um, but again, if St Paul's do turn the ball over and, and get it into um the couple of Eastwoods and into Tucker early, or if, if Mitchells maybe aren't just as disciplined, like Sean Tucker from. From going by the reports, is probably putting them anywhere inside 30, 35 yards. He's getting over mm-hmm. the bar. So um, I would say there'll be every sort of opportunity for a big open game on, on, a, on a good pitch in Drummond. So Mitchells will, will be looking to try and utilise as much of that space as possible. No, So that's a St Paul's win called by Ronan McCartan. I'm just making sure everyone knows that you're you're making the calls this time. <laughs> He's done well out of it for all the abuse I got last year. You, you you look after you make all the sessions and so on. I just I'll do these sessions. I thought it was Randall Gorman did that, but anyway, on Friday night, okay, um, one of the one of the highly uh, favoured teams is Arkansas Defend versus Arglass, and of course Arglass, um, you know, with a couple of reinforcements again now, um, they're they're playing in Leitrim, um, so a short trip for the Finn. Ronnie, how do you see this one going? Um, I, I would fancy Auckland's to Finn. Um, I think that the big advantage that they'll have is is playing their three or four games that they've got at Division Three standard. Um, like even last week they they took a heavy defeat till Shamrocks, but Shamrocks were then in the championship final last year, so that'll stand them in good stead. They played Savile, who were playing Division Two football last year, and um, they travelled to Clannabana, which is is a really difficult place to go to. So. That experience for what seems to be uh, some new young players will really bring them on a bit. Um, our glass, I know Paul O'Shea's over them. Um, very proud, our glass man. So he'll have the boys ready. And as, as you've sort of highlighted on the show before, that um, McGee's back will be a big plus for them. A very, very good footballer. 
um, very, very strong at that level as well. So they'll be certainly fancying their chances. Um, if it's in the, the new field in Leitrim, it's a massive field. Um, I know a couple of their championship games last year, they played on the older field. Mm-hmm. Um, however, that new field's just a real big field, so it it could suit um, Ockham's defend even slightly more if they the way they, they play, getting the ball in early. Um, to Shea and, and Rui Crossgrave, they'll, they'll probably try to expose that space if it is there. Um, if it's in the, the older field, maybe it might tighten up a wee bit better for, for our glass. It's a couple of bigger, stronger men. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've seen them, you know, on social media there recently, our glass with the great initiative of the fishermen playing, introducing them to Gaelic football. So it was, it was great to see. Maybe, maybe if it, the, a couple might have been signed up by the time. You know, well, you'll, you'll know them, you'll know them when the weekend if they're, they're lined out in the middle of the field. Um, <laughs> but I've seen Paul again, he was wired in the middle of them sort of coaching away so it's great um, i done a bit of work with them at the start of um, the year just with Ulster I was doing a bit of coaching with them um, sort of helping them get plans in place so they are looking to, to progress forward um, the club so like opportunities like this here they'll, they'll take because Ockham's Finn will be heavy favourites um, they won Division 4 last year they're playing Division 3 and they got to the final last year so um, our glass will have nothing to lose and if they approach it that way it could be a dangerous dangerous animal yeah no, I, I totally agree I think it's going to be close to what people people think with I think Mick's moved out to midfield now and, and you know he, he's supplying uh, Daniel Smith um, in front of the goal so I just think you know people are saying Finn all day but uh, I would definitely think it's going to be a wee bit closer yeah, no, there will be again. Ogden's Finn, probably their, their big thing they'll want to do is just make sure that they get their all their players on the field because like they lost um last week quite heavily. But going by reports and their their own match report, they were they were missing an awful lot of players. Mm-hmm. So the week before they had all their players there and they won. So they'll just want to make sure that they they have their players there because they seem to win win whenever they've got their their full strength team. They they seem to be a better option than maybe the strength and depth might not just be there for them just yet. No, very true. Um, there's no game on Saturday in, in the junior championship, so we move to Sunday. It's Akaderg versus Drummond and later on then Dundrum against East Belfast. But Akaderg, um, Mick McVeigh, oh, first year over them, and Drummond a friend of yours, you know well, um, Sean McKenna, now in charge. Yeah, um, yeah, Mickey's took over Akaderg this year, and. Um, and again, he's got a free run at a championship, so he'll definitely be, be looking at that. I'm sure he's been using these first three or four games to, for the league to try and test out boys in different positions and, and see who get to know his players, because he might not have got a lot of um, challenge games in before the, the league was due to start. Um, Sean, I haven't spoke to Sean in a couple of weeks, but Sean was, um, I worked with him in, in Antrim, and um, very, very good coach. Um He's very highly thought of in Antrim as well, and he contacted me at the start of the year and just said, like, if you have any jobs, you know, going around, he says, give me a shout and let me know what they're like. And I, I said, tell him about Thrummon S and um, by all reports I'm hearing from a couple of boys in Thrummon S, they just love him down there. He's fresh, fresh air, so he would have a real good approach. He'd be a real good players man as well, and um. It's a good, it's a good coup for Drummond S to, to get him because he's probably not on the radar for for down clubs at the minute, but he he could certainly be if they if they have a good campaign, which I, I do fancy them too. Um, in the next few weeks. 
Drumming has to be well fancy, Ronnie. Do you know why? Why do, is it just <clears throat> just sort of got the players back from from you know one one last hurrah, or is it you know um, as people have just stepped up to the plate now? It seems to be just like they they had lost a lot of players there for a while, and obviously there's a there's a big soccer pull there and in, in around the club with a couple of very good teams. So, um, however, as we all know, there's there's no soccer at the minute. Some of the teams are starting back, but there's no official start date yet. Um, so they seem to have all their players back and things are going well for them. Again, they've, they've put in some big scores in, in Division Division 4 to date. So um, they'll, they'll definitely fancy their chances on the weekend, but I'd say probably in the back of their mind that they're looking to go even further than that and maybe get to a final and, and win it. Um, like they, they were playing Division 2 football maybe, what, three years ago? So... They're not a bad team, um. If they just have everybody available, um, they'll they'll definitely be for me. They're they're probably one to watch for the, the championship. Yeah, oh, definitely. And I suppose that the the one that a lot of people will be be keeping an eye on is Dundrum against East Belfast. Then, um, Sheikh Hearn knows these two teams very well, so maybe Dundrum will be a bit better. But um, yeah. East Belfast have had a hard, difficult um time coming into the league. You know. The, the standard maybe have shocked them a wee bit and you know off the field activities as well you know how is that going to affect them going into these matches you don't know until you're really in it the funny is um i was down with um brian strondry is just doing a coaching session last couple of weeks ago and shay was there with, with jim mcgorian and shay was taking their minors and that's who the team i was going with and he was saying things are going well, like, and he just said that, like, the, the big numbers, um, and from talking, they, they seem to have colossal numbers. They, they were first team, a second team, everything in the club's going very well. But as you say, it was come to sort of light last week. The um, off the field activities is probably the, the big, big thing that they're fighting there at the minute. Um, you really hope that they put in so much work to try and get everything sorted, get jerseys. Get it so well publicised, get members and that. You would you would hope that they can get um on the field and, and maybe have a good winter then to, to plan a bit better, maybe try and build some relations around the community that, that may be going against them. But it's a credit to them to, to do it so quickly. Um Dave McGreevy's got it set up there, um and he just seems to be flat out with it. Um but they, they seem to have big numbers now. I know you you said that they've took a, probably a couple of big beatings, but some boys have maybe never played football at all have come into the club. Some boys maybe haven't played football in a few years or new to down football or just playing the gear, blending in. So it will be hard for them this year to maybe make inroads into championship or, or into the leagues. But I'm sure that the, the more they go on, if they can continue on the momentum that they've started, they'll, they'll be a big force because it's, it's a massive pull over there, as you can see with the rise of sort of breeding carried off. There's a lot of people go to Belfast to, to live and work. Do you see what, um, do you know, the, the East Belfast, is it so hard to get a team that's never played before? And, you know, boys were highlighting before in the podcast where someone was marking Connor Harrison or pushing him out to be tackled, but yet your man didn't read it properly and, you know, yeah. Connor just ran through on goal. Like, how quick, I suppose you've only got about, what, what was it, would they've had six weeks to get? To get to know each other. 
Yeah, well, this is it. You know what I mean? And you probably take a couple of weeks to get to know even players' names, never mind what they play and, and, and stuff like that there. So it can be. And then it just the force that they've become, the, there's that probably new players joining every week. And every session, you can have maybe five or six new players a week. That seems to be, they seem to like talk of 70 players training with them, mm-hmm. high on 50s anyway, which is excellent. Um, so that it, it is very hard. I once heard Jim McGuinness says it takes three months to put any sort of system of play in place. So, like, if it takes three months to put a system in play, how long does it take to get a, a club up and running and, and get sort of stuff? So, um, that's when boys are familiar with each other. So, it's, it's a very difficult task, but it's, it's admirable what they're doing. And I said, hopefully, long may it continue because, um, the more teams that we can get in, in the county, it's only going to help our, our, our club football and, and ultimately the, the county teams. No, I'm really looking forward to getting the boys on um, and talking about you know how they how they find this year and you know how the how the how the idea came about. So um, that'll be future um, show down the line, uh, the mm-hmm. East Belfast um, one. So they're playing on drum who have a lot of experience at this level, right? And I don't think. Um, you know, they were one of the first clubs to have a player COVID case, and I don't think it's really helped them. You know, in, in the lead up to the championship. Yeah, obviously they were out there for for seven days. I know quite a few of the Dundrum lads that are really, really good people in, in the club. Um, but it, it hit them hard, and probably their the big thing is uh just with the scare probably in the club. I think they've maybe lost a couple of players from that as well. Um. Just with player safety and family safety, which is completely understandable. Mm-hmm. Nobody's going to be forced um, to play it in the circumstances, but they they are probably looking to try and blend in a couple of new young fellas as well as hold on to maybe some of the older fellas and some of the older fellas maybe have left. I know you've highlighted in the show this year already. Cormac Venny would be a big scorer for them, um, and he he's away this year, so he'll be a big loss to the their scores um, and then we'll just be able to see what sort of team they, they get out on Sunday I know Ryan McShane from, would be a brilliant coach there and, and Mark Simmons um, very very good club man so like, they'll be working very hard to try and get the best team in place for, for themselves on Sunday but um, again probably the longer term project for the club is to bring through some of the youth that they've got now and over the next sort of four or five years and, and, and rebuild again because they had probably 10, 15 years there of we were playing Division 2, high-end Division 3 football. So just goes in cycles, obviously, and that, that's what they're trying to look at. So um, I don't, probably if I'm honest, I, I, I'd say they'll not be even themselves targeting maybe winning the championship this year. But um, obviously with being totally well-aid two weeks ago, they are probably mm. just glad about playing football and training again. Is that what everybody wants? Yeah, exactly. And it's great. Mark's coming on the, the show to do the, the intermediate um, review for me. So, um, you know, just shows you taking the time out his busy schedule going up the, the challenge to do, do me a favor. No, honey, he's a teacher at the moment. He's doing that. <laughs> he's in the house. So, are you going <laughs> to are you gonna put the Scotland on drum and say they're. I do still, I do still think they'll win. Yeah, I, I think they'll get get over this round um, successfully enough. I just, I, I fancy a couple of the other teams for uh, a championship, um, the junior championships. Yeah, but I do think they'll they'll get over. Um, it could be a good game. It could be a close game. As you say, Shay will will know some of the Dundrum players as well. He's played with a lot of them. Um, so we definitely, um, 
will will know them and probably have a bit of homework done on them. Whereas probably the, the negative thing for Ryan and, and Mark is they'll not have as much chance to get as much homework done on, on East Belfast because they're an ever-evolving team sort of week in, week out. Yeah, just probably their best bet is going to Jerome Quinn uh, streaming and mm-hmm. <laughs> get the clips and <laughs> get their full four to play like Connor Harrison. Probably <laughs> the best bet. Just talking of uh, Connor Harrison and they play in the Monday night, Glass Drummond versus St. Michael's. Um, you know, Glass Drummond had a great start and then at the feet, you know, it just shows you, like, I know I've highlighted before, but just how important you know, Connor is at this, at this level. Yeah, um, oh, he'll, he'll be a difference maker at this level. Like, he's a difference le- maker at intermediate level, never mind junior level. So, um, by by all accounts, he'll, he'll be the main go-to man for them still. Um, at this level, you're, you're talking he probably needs two man markers. Like, he, he would need one probably marking them and one sweeping them, um, or one very, the second one very close to him. Um, so, I would say he'll probably be the, the winner of the game for them. Um, but they they like Remy Clark's tried very hard to get a lot of the boys back, and they they do have a lot of their players back as well as bedding in some of the the newer younger fellas that have come through. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have known from our old time. So, um, they're good young good young fellas if they can get them like Johnny Vays and Matthew Brennan's and and the likes of them there. And Johnny played last year, but Matthew Brennan would be a good young fellow. He'd be in around the full back line. Um. Very, very coachable young lad. So he he'll be enjoying his first goal championship football as well this week. And Jamie Nichols is another young fella, Matthew Stevenson. So if he can get them embedded in this year, mm-hmm. um, they'll be they'll be good young fellas going forward because they going off for going through the years they were always very keen to get playing senior football, which was always a big incentive for Glass Drummond. So bringing back some of the experienced players that Remy's done this year, they'll they'll definitely be. I think they'll be fancying themselves to, to win a championship. And as you say, with, with Connor and full forward, you'll, they'll have every opportunity there. No, and St. So Michael's, I wouldn't have, you know, uh, sorry from doing the podcast last year. Um, you know, I've never actually played them or, or, or seen them play, but St. Michael's, um, a couple of boys were telling me that, you know, there is a couple of fellas coming through the development squads and out there with, with um, the team. The big thing with St. Michael's, again, we would have played them whenever I was with the under-14s, and they had a very good young team coming through, um, which they'll probably just be a year shy of, of right. keeping them. They'll not be ready for senior level just yet. Um, again, just looking at some of their scores this year, they, they probably took a couple of defeats early on, but they, they could be trying new, new things as well. The, the league's very... Um, very unimportant this year. There's no fire one that you, you can't really go up or down. So mm-hmm. all the teams are using it just to try and experiment. Um, however, St. Michael's, I, I think, will probably be looking that they're, they're young fellas now. Some of them may have progressed into senior football this year. Um, and some of them next year, there's a young fella we have um, last year, Jack Mulgrew, be a very good young footballer um, for them. He, he should be a down-miter next year. Um, Either outfield or in nets, so he's a good young fella, and they've got a couple of young fellas coming through like that in the future. But um, they'll probably just be a year short mm-hmm. for playing senior football this year. You know, we have a match in Cleef. Obviously, they've, they've got the the bay. Um, you know, no one's going to want to play Cleef going by the league form. They seem to be um, 
you know, got their house in order and, and you know, they're giving a, the league a good go anyway and they must be fancied now for, for this championship. Yeah, um, Cleef wouldn't be a club now that like, I would know a lot about. I know a couple other players, um, but they're they're putting up massive scores. Mm-hmm. They, they're averaging, you know, what, 214, 215 a game. Um, we had young fa- one young father there last, last year with the... Um, he played for Saul just from the minors and under 21s because of no age group for him, Matthew Rooney. Um, really good young fellow, again, very coachable. Um, but he's he plays full back for them or in the full back line, so they've got a very young team, and I know that. Um, and as you say, that they're, they're putting up big scores, they'll be going in this championship full of momentum. Um, Khalif would have been an excellent team whenever when we were younger, yeah. like Bally Martin would have had massive run ins with them. Um, they won their championship as well, so they'll probably be trying to get themselves back up to intermediate level and maybe out of Division Four, which they'll not get this year. But they'll they'll definitely they have a chance of winning the league this year and, and be looking to get that promotion next year. Then, Rooney, just with with other teams mentioned there, um, who's your tip then? You know, we've had boys on in the past and and they've given us the the you know I don't think there's been too many that have that have said the same name. So, um. Who's your who's your favourites ultimate winners um, for the championship? I'd probably if if I'm honest, I think Drummond S will win it. Um however I do it's, it's gonna be very close. It's gonna be a good I think the semi finals could be very good. It's gonna be like if they if they could avoid each other, Glass Drummond, Drummond S, St. Paul's and and the Finn will, will be be a good match up for the semi finals. Um, not saying anyone's stronger than they are. I just fancy Dominic. I think maybe Sean Sean took Court and Mona to a an immediate championship final a couple of years ago. I think he might just have a good bit of experience. Um, but as I said there's there's good teams there. Like St Paul's is a very good up and coming team. I think they could be very dangerous. Two or three scoring forwards, which is always good. Maybe Glassman's maybe only fault. Maybe we'll be try to find somebody who. can Add in three or four points because like, teams do very heavily mark Connor. Mm-hmm. Um, as we can see, he can score very heavily. But if, if he does have an off day and maybe only hits nine or ten points, maybe where did our maybe five or six come from? Like, mm-hmm. um, and I think Agnes Finn will again just by Shea Crossbury seems to be playing very well this year. They've added Rory up there as well. Um, they'll probably be looking to them boys to, to score again. Um, and they've got a bit of experience. Duncan Steeling, obviously the captain, uh, middle of the field, a lot of experience for them. So I think it'll be between the. Ideally, you would like to see them four as two good semi-finals. Um, Khalif has said, well, nobody will want to play, um, and could really be a dark horse. But I, I do just if I'm, I ask to pick one, I will say Drummond is. Oh, that's brilliant, and um, you know that's that's comprehensive. Um, look at the junior championship. First weekend. Um, I hope everyone's safe and well. Uh, it'd be great to see the junior championship sort of has um, really stepped up these couple of years, only as well. The standard of football hasn't it? Like we were at a couple I, of games last year. Yeah, we were at a couple of games last year, and like, the games have come very good. Like I said, that's, that Khalif team there, as we said, we were talking about. They, they got to a final a couple of years ago, and they can't beat them. Um, to con at one division four and the championship that year. Um, we're very strong, and last year, you know, as a Finn, we're, we're just pipped by bright. So, like, there is a city. There's there's three or four teams there now are 
that are quite strong at that level, which will, will lead to good games. Um, if they don't get to the semi-final, it means maybe the second round games could be good. So it all just bodes well for, for down football. I said like, there's, there's young players coming through there in St. Michael's. There's, there's East Belfast emerging. If we, if we could get a good junior championship, that would make club football and, and down even better um, because we have a very competitive intermediate, very competitive senior. And the top three leagues are very competitive. So it's just, there definitely is an improving level in, in Division 4. Um, especially Division 4, not even just the championship, but the top mm. five or six teams in Division 4 are really competitive now, which which makes it even better. No, brilliant. And I'm looking forward to these these games, see where teams are at in the, in the first round. Ronan, yeah. thanks a million. Um, I'll see you later for training. Yes, no worries. You bet, uh, Bob. <laughs> as I always do. All righty. All right, yeah. talk to you soon. Well done, well done, well done.